Your people seem to want dinner every night. Meal planning and meal prep make things easier, and that's something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hi there, welcome to episode 22. We are going to chat about all things meal planning and meal prep today. I am a wife and I'm a mom of two kids. One of my kids happens to be a very hungry teenage boy. My daughter's pretty hungry as well. Of course, feeding our families never ends and it's just a constant task. I actually really enjoy cooking, um, but of course, day to day, it does get old and it's a lot and it's something to really manage and stay on top of. I have found, and I'm sure you have too, that planning, meal planning and meal prep and just having a game plan not only saves money and uses your resources wisely, but it saves mental energy to not have to decide what you're having every night or every meal to have a plan going into the week. I also find that if you plan your meals and then you go the extra step to post this plan somewhere, it helps avoid the constant, what's for lunch? What's for dinner? What are we having tomorrow? Because I don't know about you, I hear that all the time from all my people because they just love to eat and they're excited about it. We actually have a pantry door that is chalkboard on both sides. So when I'm really on my game, I will write it on the pantry door and that way everyone can just look and see and that's really handy. But even if you don't post it, if you at least plan it, it really does make a big difference. And it is a pain. It does take a lot of time, but it is worth it and it does have a payoff. So I'm going to share today sort of my methods and tricks and routines and systems that I've picked up along the way, both when it comes to planning out your meals and doing prep ahead of time. So let's start with meal planning. And the first half of this episode will be about the planning. The second half will be about meal prep. So I try to plan meals a week at a time. Usually on Fridays, I sit down and map out what we will have the following week. For me, I don't want to be getting groceries on the weekend because that feels like a rookie move to me because everyone is getting groceries on the weekend and things will not be available sometimes if you do pickup or delivery or it's just a crazier time to get to the store. Also, uh, my kids take their lunches to school. That is our only option right now is to pack a lunch and you've got to hit Monday morning with stuff to make. I can't wait till Monday to get food. So I plan on Fridays. That's what works for me. I think once a week is a pretty good way to go. And a fairly typical approach is to sit down with all your cookbooks and recipe cards and ideas and Pinterest things you've penned that you want to cook and think about what you want to eat that week. But I encourage you to first inventory your fridge, your freezer. For us, we have a deep freeze in our garage and your pantry. I really like to keep an inventory of what I have in all of those places. And I got really... Uh, crazy with this during the full lockdown when we were trying to really limit our trips out uh, 
back, you know, more this time last year, but I would go sometimes three weeks without going to the store, which before that I would go maybe three days without going to the store, but my deep freeze was full to the brim. So I had to know what was in there. It's really hard to go dig around in your freezer or when you're sitting down to write down what meals you want, you're not necessarily looking in your pantry at that time. So just keeping a rough list of what you have and then you can cross those things off as you use them it really does make a big difference. So look through your pantry and maybe you see you have a bunch of pasta that you stocked up on. Maybe you look in your fridge and you have some zucchini that's about to go bad. You need to make that. Maybe in your freezer, you have a bunch of frozen vegetables you got on sale. So look ahead to the next week and plug in all those things you already have and then see what you need to add. Maybe you need to add a side. Maybe you need to get some sauce for the pasta, but you get the idea. Shop what you have first and you will be amazed at how much money this saves and how many things you already have on hand when you really look. Every now and then, usually around the first of the year or the end of the summer or just a big transition time, I get really crazy about wanting to use up every single thing we have in the house before we get anything new. It's just a funny thing I do. I want a fresh start and I want no waste. And so I'll tell my family, we're gonna eat some weird stuff, but we're gonna finish everything off before we buy new food. So you don't have to get that crazy with it, but take inventory of what you have and start with that for your meal planning. Another good way to make an inventory is to take your receipt when you get home from the store. So you get home, you put everything away, throw everything in the fridge and the freezer so it doesn't, you know, get too warm. And then you can just sit down with your receipt and write down what you bought without having to go through everything. So that is a handy trick. So as far as how I make these lists and how I plan out our meals, for me, I just use a lined cute notebook from Target just a regular lines notebook. And I have my to-do lists in there. I have lists of podcast ideas. I have things I need to do for the business and for my family. And I just have my meal plan planned out there. Sometimes I do do it in my paper planner and I plug the meals into the calendar, but really I kind of like to have it separate. That's just me. You don't need a fancy chart or big whiteboard. You could certainly do that if you want. Really, I find it's easy to just sit down with my cute notebook and a good pen. My next tip would be after you take your inventory, look at your week, look at your calendar and your schedule and realistically schedule in your meals. So, I mean, it makes sense when you say it out loud, but it's not something we always remember to do. I know for me, I can do this sometimes. Maybe at the time you're sitting down ambitiously planning out your week, you want to cook all kinds of great, healthy, intricate things. But the reality is you have some busy days. So if you look at your calendar and one night you have a dentist appointment after school and then soccer practice and then a meeting at church, that's probably not a great make from scratch intricate meal night. You want to go ahead and plan on heating up leftovers or doing something from the freezer that you froze ahead or just really cutting yourself some slack. I know for me on Thursday nights, I am kind of done. I'm starting to be toast for the week. And so often we just phone it in on Thursday nights and literally we'll phone it in and order pizza many Thursday nights. Look at your week, schedule in takeout where you think you're going to need that or just ordering pizza, doing leftovers. Really take a realistic look at it and that way you can execute your meal plan without taking it too far. And as you fill in those meals, it's also great to develop some no-brainer meals. 
is what I would call them. These are things that you can pick them up at the store, the ingredients you need without a list or without a recipe. You just know off the top of your head, things you can pull together without having to even check the instructions that you can just, you know, make really easily. Some of that just develops over time. And as you start developing your meal plans and your meal list, you will find those go-to easy recipes. And if you don't have one, I'll tell you where to start. Start with breakfast for dinner. Bacon and eggs, maybe some toast, maybe some waffles. I always like to do a breakfast taco because you do just tortillas and then, you know, make like a scramble and put some pico de gallo. Now I'm getting hungry. Find some easy go-to meals that don't take a lot of brain power. Just because you're planning and being a fancy meal planner doesn't mean everything has to be over the top. It can be really realistic. I also find it's great to sort of take the brain power out of it and have loosely set themes that you do on different nights. You don't have to go crazy with this, but I have started doing some sort of pasta, meatballs, and a salad on Mondays, most Mondays, because as we start the week, I just don't have to think too hard about it. I can change it up and I find my family loves to eat pasta. That's always a winner to start the week off with. Nobody's complaining about pasta and meatballs. And for me, if I'm trying to be healthier, I'm really happy to eat the salad with the meatballs and skip the pasta. So that's an easy one for us. We are trying to eat more seafood because it's good for us. That is not my natural inclination, but I try to sort of do that maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like I said, a lot of Thursdays are pizza. Try to schedule in a couple of those. And on Sundays, as I've mentioned, my husband and I have a cheese plate for dinner, kind of a later dinner while we watch a movie and the kids are on their own that night, or I'll just make them something really easy like mac and cheese. So, you know, as much as you see me prepping meals and planning things out, it's not a four course fancy meal every night by any means. And there's ways you can develop little routines and sort of predictable things you'll do like a taco Tuesday that make your planning that much easier. Another way you could approach this is just to come up with four to five dinners per week and you can sort of have them flexible throughout the week. Now listen, even if you plan them to the day, you are the mom, you're in charge, you can switch them around. So let's say something does come up and you need to move that pizza night and save your, you know, chicken and broccoli for a different night and move things around. You can also just sort of have the approach of having a handful of dinners with the ingredients on hand and then you can play it by ear what you fix on what night. I hope that makes sense. I really do think a little planning goes a long way. It frees up your time and your energy and your budget from grabbing Chick-fil-A at the last minute, which listen, we've all done that and we all enjoy doing that. And there is a time and a place for that. But you can really make life a little easier on yourself with a little bit of meal planning. Let's take a break and then we'll talk about meal prep. Spring is finally on the way and new tea towels are in my Etsy shop. New designs celebrate spring, Mother's Day, and others are just fun anytime. Tea towels are a great way to brighten up your kitchen for the season and they make darling gifts. As always, shipping is automatically free when you spend $35 or more. Look for Suburban Soiree on Etsy.com or head to the link in the show notes to shop.
if you follow me on Instagram stories, you've seen me doing meal prep on Saturdays here lately. That's a pattern I've fallen into. I really like to do as little work as possible on Sundays. I'm still working on trying to not do any. It's kind of hard, but I do like to keep my Sunday more of a Sabbath family day, focus on online church and just resting up and, you know, making that a day of rest. So I like to meal prep on Saturdays and then that makes Sunday easier and the rest of the week. And I find that by meal prepping and meal planning, we are eating healthier. We conserve time and energy during the week and there's less temptation to get takeout, as I mentioned. Let me just say though, I love some DoorDash and I think DoorDash, it's like getting room service at your house. I think room service at a hotel, especially room service breakfast, is just one of life's great pleasures and luxuries. And with DoorDash, you can order like any food that sounds good from your bed. It's magical, but it can be a little too tempting and a little too expensive. So, you know, I try to save that for special occasions or times where we really need the break and do a lot of meal prep to give myself an easy week. So I both prep food and prep meals. Sometimes I prep a whole meal. Sometimes I just prep ingredients. It really depends. But I would much rather take the day put on music or a podcast, make a day of it, make all the mess, get everything prepped. And then in the week, you know, after I bring the kids back home from school and we're supervising homework and starting to get ready for the evening, I'm not necessarily my most energetic self. And so it really is a gift to myself to have a lot of things prepped and ready during those tired afternoons. I also really like to try to be available and give my full focus to my kids when they get home from school, and so that facilitates that as well. So to get started, here are my tips. Um, you want to have a kitchen that is back to zero. You want to have a clean slate. So for me, I like to have all of my measuring spoons, dish towels. I use bar mop towels. I have several sets. I use them all over my kitchen. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, my measuring cups, like my Pyrex liquid measures, my dry measuring cups, all my mixing bowls, uh, all my knives, all of that clean, clean counters, empty dishwasher, and that really is the ideal way to dive into meal prep. And you're probably thinking, that sounds like a lot of prep just to do the meal prep. And it is. However, when you get into the routine of once a week, being the time that you use your knives the most in your measuring cups and all of the cutting boards and all of those things, by the time that time rolls around the next week, if you keep up with your dishes and you run your dishwasher every night, they should be ready to go because they won't be in use as much during the week. So as you develop this routine, you will have those things clean and ready. And I find myself just the day before making a check if I need to, you know, wash a load of bar mop towels that's really helpful for the next day. So let's talk about prepping food, not necessarily prepping meals, but prepping your ingredients. This can be not just for dinner, but for things that will go in your kids' lunches, healthy snacks, all your fresh produce. It is so satisfying and so helpful to wash everything, wash all your produce, and I lay it out on those bar mop towels. I'm going to link up the ones that I like. I have several sets of these just white towels. They are super absorbent. I use them to clean up spills, to wipe down counters, to let um, vegetables and fruit dry on them. And mine are stained. They're not perfect, but they are just used for 
work and cleaning up the kitchen and they really save a lot of paper towels and they work really well. You just want something good and absorbent and a good towel for drying dishes, whatever you're doing. So I will start by washing all the produce. I lay out a bunch of those towels and thankfully I live here in a dry climate in Colorado and things dry pretty quickly. I like to cut and chop and prepare, peel things, whatever you need to do to get them ready for your recipes, anything you can do ahead of time. So that can be vegetables for your recipes, um, fruit and vegetables to go in your kids' lunches. I have containers in the fridge with all my lunch elements. So I will make little snack bags of celery sticks and berries and, you know, apple slices, things like that. And I find it so helpful in the evenings when I'm making lunches when I just have to grab a few bags and put them in. I make my son some sandwiches, but then all the other healthy things I could just grab and throw in the lunchbox and it really is worth the time. I especially find if I buy a bunch of grapes, everyone is so much more likely to eat them if I take them all off of the stems, pick all those grapes off of there, and yes, it's a pain, but then I put them in individual servings and they go really quickly. If they're just in a bowl, all attached, they don't go as quickly. It's a weird thing. I also have a salad spinner. I'm gonna link up the one that I have. I've had that forever. It is so great for washing lettuce that I like to put on sandwiches or to make salads. I use the salad spinner and then when I store the lettuce in the salad spinner, I often put a paper towel at the bottom. And if you're gonna store berries or other fresh produce, just sticking a paper towel in the container with them really does help it stay more fresh. I also like to shred cheese. If I have something that requires bacon, I like to cook and chop the bacon ahead of time if needed. Measure out things that are gonna go in your recipes. This saves so much time and energy when you go to cook and it's like you're on your own little cooking show with all your pretty bowls of all your ingredients all measured out and all you have to do is dump them in at the appropriate time and stir. It really is very nice. I especially love this for Sunday lunch because I spend all day Saturday getting all of this prepped. And then on Sunday when I just want to have the Lord's Day and relax with my family when I go to make lunch, everything is all ready and I just assemble it and it's just really peaceful. So do as much ingredient prep ahead of time as you can. I have a bunch of Pyrex um, bowls with plastic lids as opposed to like plasticky Tupperware. I have really nice storage containers that I put in my fridge and it just makes it simple. Now, of course, if you really wanna go for the gold, you can prep full meals, and this is a delight, let me tell you. And so since I do this on Saturdays, and really depending on what day you do this, I personally don't like things to be in the fridge for too long. Um, I only keep leftovers for like 48 hours. I don't wanna make Friday's food on Saturday, right? Like. That just doesn't work. So what I do is I try to prepare fresh things that we will have the first half of the week and then frozen for the second half of the week. So for instance, I make fresh salads for us to have for lunch at the first part of the week, my husband and I, and then I'll make maybe a soup and freeze the portions to have for the latter half of the week. And if you're making frozen meals ahead of time to freeze, do yourself a huge favor and double those up when you can. So if you're gonna go ahead and make it, make two. And then the next time when you go around to inventory and see what you need for, to make for the following week, eventually you'll have a lot of frozen things built up and your life will just get easier and easier and you will just be sitting on the couch eating bonbons. Not really, but it does pay off to double up on those frozen things because you'll have it for later. 
As perhaps you've seen, I like to do a lot of cob salads for my husband and I, and I've followed recipes on those, and then sometimes I just sort of do my own version. So it would be some sort of steak or chicken or bacon, some uh, hard-boiled eggs that are cut up, some sort of pecans or walnuts, uh, crumbled feta or gorgonzola, some halved cherry tomatoes, and I line all those up looking really pretty in meal prep containers. I like butter lettuce or a mixture of butter lettuce and spinach. I also like to chop up my lettuce when I make the salads. I find it just makes them really easy to eat when you don't have those giant leaves of lettuce. You have it kind of a more, not a complete chopped salad, but I take the time to chop up the lettuce to bite size sizes. And I use meal prep containers. I'm going to link up a lot of these things for y'all if you're interested in the ones I use. Um, but I also, you can make grain bowls ahead of time. You can make chicken salad. I also like doing mason jar salads. If you've ever seen this, you sort of stack things strategically in a mason jar, store them in the fridge, and then when it's time to eat, you shake it up and mix up your salad. I get a lot of these recipes from two main cookbooks. Of course, you can really take any recipe and do meal prep with it. I've mentioned these cookbooks before. They are specifically designed for meal prep and I just find that really easy and I like both of the recipes in these. Uh, one is by Damn Delicious and one is by Skinny Taste. So I will link those up. I know I've mentioned them a couple times before. So I always like to make a batch of salads for the first half of the week for my husband and I. Uh, it's great to have some ready-to-bake dinners that can go either from the fridge or the freezer pretty much right in the oven. It's also great to make a batch of muffins or cookies or brownies. You can have things for breakfast or for snacks or just a sweet treat while you're in the kitchen making that mess and um, waiting on those vegetables to wash and dry. You can have brownies in the oven. And I also like to do sheet pan suppers where you pretty much cook everything on a sheet pan. It's usually pretty healthy, some sort of protein and vegetables. And if you prep those ingredients ahead of time, it makes it that much more simple. So that's sort of how I approach it. Fresh the first half of the week, frozen the second half of the week, prepare anything that I can at once, and it just saves time and energy. The kitchen honestly stays cleaner with more prepped on one day, and it really does pay off. Let's take a break and then we will wrap up this episode with the three things I'm loving this week. Are you getting my email newsletter? The Friday Fet is a party in your inbox each Friday morning. Start the weekend off with an idea for movie night, news about the latest podcast episode, and new products from Suburban Soiree. The Friday Fet is the best way to stay in the know with all the fun and get coupon codes and exclusive information. To join, head to the link in the show notes to join the party. Now for the three things I'm loving this week. Um, the first one, y'all, it's just, it's a delight in my life. It has been a great development. It's only been two or three days, but I mean, it's just a game changer. And that is a new quilt I got for my bed. Without boring you half to death with my bedding saga, um, I have a beautiful bedding set from Ballard Designs and we have a down comforter that I had a duvet cover on. Love the look of it. Did not think about it being 100% cotton when I bought it. So that means it gets really wrinkly and you know, wrestling a duvet cover onto the actual duvet is such a hassle and then it wiggles out of there and gets all disheveled anyway. It had just been driving me crazy 
for a little bit and I really try to solve problems and take pain points out of my life. So I went with an UGG Sherpa quilt and I will link it up for you. Um, Some of y'all like to sleep under like a tissue weight sheet because you like to be cool. I like heavy weight and warmth on me when I sleep. So one side is like Sherpa fuzzy. The other side is really soft. I wanted something that was one piece that I didn't have to put a cover on and off. Something that was warm, something that I could wash, you know, that's machine washable and that would not be wrinkly. This guy fits the bill all the way. It's a really dark charcoal gray color and I will just mix it in with my Ballard Designs bedding. I will keep my nicely ironed 100% cotton duvet uh, folded at the end of the bed as like an accent instead of having to re-iron it all the time. But when I get in it at night, it is just a luxury. It's generously sized. We have a really deep, thick, big mattress and so I like that it covers it really well. If you are looking to snuggle up and sleep warmly and luxuriously, and why would you not? (laughs) I will link that up for you. So moving on from my giant fuzzy blanket to a tiny little item in my kitchen. Speaking of meal prep, this is a tiny little guy that's just doing big things and coming in handy all the time. It is a mini spatula and I believe you would call it a brownie spatula. It's a tiny little sized spatula that I believe was a stocking stuffer from my mother-in-law. So I don't know where the exact one I have came from, but I linked up a similar one for you. But I can't tell you how handy it is, not only for serving brownies, but for um, but for serving and getting out all kinds of little things. Like if you have sushi that comes in a takeout container, you can get out the little sushi rolls individually to put them on a plate. Um, I just use it all the time. So it's one of those things that's small, but I use it, I mean, every other day probably. Lastly, I feel like we should have a segment within the segment of three things I'm loving this week. That's like sweatshirt of the week because I'm really into my fuzzy sweatshirts and warm sweatshirts these days. If I could sing, I would be like sweatshirt of the week, but I can't. So here it is. Super fuzzy sweatshirt. I got it in pink. It's kind of a quarter zip style. It's so warm. And the checker at Trader Joe's said they wanted to hug me because I look so huggable in my fuzzy sweatshirt and I was like that's what I was going for actually so it's super warm I know where a lot of you are it is spring and you're heading to the beach here in Colorado we are bracing for a blizzard that will have hit at the time this is airing we'll probably be buried in snow so I'm still going strong on the sweatshirts and even if we get to put them away here pretty soon I know I'll be glad to pull it out next fall That is all for this week. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you shared it on social media. Thanks for being here. Start planning and prepping those meals and keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews. 